the vibes welcome back to another week of the hoop genius podcast presented by nba 2k23 i spent my weekend playing nba 2k23 if you didn't you can hit the link in the description and get your copy oh excuse me i'm losing my voice i'm screaming mm. at the tv every time i lose a game which isn't that often but it does happen <laughs> just on occasion i'm not gonna lie but also, while you're there, you can join the Discord server. We can talk ball. BJ, how was your weekend? Come on, man. Gotta give me another choice. It's all love here, Bo. It's all love and it's all good. You gotta give me another choice. Give me another option. Okay, well, we're gonna talk about things that have been happening around here. What's, what's got you laughing so much? That was really funny. What's that was a funny you transition. So you was like, okay, then. Uh, nothing, yeah. nothing. <laughs> <laughs> What, what um, have you been watching any of the preseason games that are going on? We had the Warriors out in Japan playing against the Wizards, and my Boston Celtics have just eviscerated the uh, Charlotte Hornets. Well, am I am I supposed to be impressed or what? what, what how, how am I supposed me. to feel? How am I supposed to feel about the preseason? <laughs> hey, any win is a win. Listen, oh, we can talk about the Boston okay. Celtics for a little bit. Because some things happen in that game that are pretty interesting. Okay. I haven't yet sat down to watch it because it tips off at 6 p.m. in the UK. I wasn't ready for a game to tip off so early. I was still on the tube home. So I was like, damn, the game starts. So I'm going to watch it after this. But I just looked at the box score. And one thing jumped out to me, BJ Armstrong. Guess what happened in this game? Boston Celtics 134. But Blake Griffin had 30. Blake Griffin had 30. No, Blake Griffin. Did he play? No, he didn't play yet. Your but girl. we're going to talk about that signing in a sec because we haven't talked about it yet. What did the Celtics do in this game? What unique preseason thing did they do? What did they do? It's not unique. It's what they did in the NBA Finals. They had 23 turnovers. What? 23. <laughs> five of them for Jason Tatum against the Charlotte Hornets. Four of them for Marcus Smart and four of them for Jalen Brown. They've picked up right where they've left off. But some more interesting things happened. Mason Plumley of the Charlotte Hornets, I saw a video of this just now, he went to the free throw line. Now, for context, Mason Plumley is a career 55.7% free throw shooter. Okay. Last season, he shot an abysmal, an absolutely abysmal, it's so abysmal, I have to Google it real quick because it was terrible. A career low, 39% from the free throw line. Mm. Okay? Mm. It was horrible. It was absolutely horrible. He scored 67 of the 171 free throws he attempted. So in today's game, he debuted a brand new free throw. Now, some players change their routine. They dribble the ball a few times before they shoot or whatever it may be. He has changed shooting hands. He went from right-handed to left-handed. Now, in this game, he went to the free throw line eight times and he hit four of them. What do you think about players changing their shooting hand? Because there is a lot of talk about Ben Simmons potentially also changing his shooting hand and other players have experimented with underhand techniques and whatever other things. Do you think that this could be a soul for people who struggle at the free throw line? And well, that is the trademark you know, BJ Armstrong pause, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, you know, you, you ask these questions, you know, you ask these questions. And I'm going, okay, where is he going with this? You know, like, 
it's 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 way it's 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 much more complicated than just merely changing hands, right? Okay, I'm I I I make 39% with my right hand, I'll just change to my left hand, like Ben Simmons, right? You know, or in this case, Mason Plumley or who whomever. You know, first of all, when you become a good free throw shooter, it requires for you to do something, which is to actually practice making free throws. Not shooting free throws, but actually making free throws. And in order to make a free throw, that means you have to practice with the idea of the ball going in the hoop. And when I see people who shoot low free throw percentage, my first thing is, okay, all right, you shoot an extra 100 free throws after practice. And, well, I shoot 100 before. And, and you know, I, I just keep going like, you know, like I, I see I'm putting in the work. And, like, just because you practice for an extra hour or two doesn't mean you're, it means you're going to be good at it. You, you, it well, it's, it's is, better than not practicing for an hour or two. But if you if you understand how to make shots, mm-hmm. see there there are people who shoot shots, then there are people who make shots. The mm-hmm. difference between Steph Curry and the other people, Steph Curry makes shots. The mm-hmm. other guys are just shooting shots. There's a difference. Okay. Only shoot the shot you know you can make. That's the key to being a good shooter. We're talking about only shoot the. Sh- okay. Well. You have to figure out how to make that shot. It's just, it's just, that's just, it's simple. This isn't like complicated. This isn't like, oh, oh, I got to change. I got to change my routine. Oh, so, so you have so a responsibility. When you say figure out how to make that shot, he shot less than 40% from the free throw line last year. So in his head, his idea of figuring out is I'm going to shoot them in my left hand because it can't get any worse than 40%. Okay, but what do you fine. mean that's when you say you got to figure it out? More reps or, or when you are responsible and accountable. I have a responsibility to the team that I play with. I got to figure that out. And how would there, you there figure is it no, out? If there you, is if a, you were Mason Plumley, what would you do? The first thing I would do is I would stand literally in front of the basket like I always did. Form shooting. And put that ball in the basket. See, I I don't worry about distance. When you shoot, your mind is telling you what's going to happen. Every time I shoot, the difference between me and the other guy, I expect to make every shot I shoot. These guys are shooting and don't know what's going to happen. They're like, well... I'm just going I'm just going to shoot it and see what happens. Mason Plumley. Let's stand right in front of the basket. The only thing you can't do is dunk it. And let's get you to where you expect every time you shoot to get the ball, that ball is going to go in the basket. And you're going to have so much confidence that as you get more and more confident, we're just going to keep 
moving further and further away. Okay. If you because can't make, you're a professional athlete. No one's in the gym. No conditioning. You're not tired. You're just in the gym. You mean to tell me I can't make nine out of 10? I can't make 90%. It's just you in the gym. Mm-hmm. So Mason Plumley, what's the distance you can shoot 80% right now? What's the distance? Well, last season, he actually airballed a free throw in the yeah, Boston that's what I'm saying. Uh, He actually tried one left-handed shot last year as well. Um, but the season before, which is why it's interesting, he was at 67%. So he took basically the same amount of free throws in both seasons, but he made 50% less this year. It's okay. I'm not worried about what his percentage is. I'm, my, my concern is, what are you doing? Because you, because you can shoot, you don't shoot 80% by accident. That's not an accident. You don't shoot 90% by accident. Yes. So, so you, you have to get to a place where every time you shoot, you expect it to go in. Mm-hmm. Now, so my, my question to Mason Plumley is, okay, what are you doing? What are you, what, what are you doing in summer? What are you doing? Like you can fool and you can fool the other people, but what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> I get fouled real hard. I get fouled real hard. It's it's more difficult to make those two free throws than if I'm just shooting two technicals. Same, you know, you you're two for two. You're over two. Well, if I get fouled real hard or your conditioning is off, of course you're not gonna shoot a higher a higher percentage. I'm not. I'm. I'm not impressed by the percentages and numbers. Save that for someone else. Mason Plumley, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. What, what, what are you doing? Now it could be something as simple as I have no idea. He may shoot a higher percentage as a four, but he probably last year. I'm just guessing now. He probably played the five. So you say, well, yeah. why is that a big difference, BJ? Because we all know that the stretch four is not running as much as. He, he always typically plays the five. I mean, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I, only when he was in Denver, we, he played a little bit of the four. But the last few yeah, years, he's always been but, the five. But I remember watching him in Detroit. He was playing, he was playing the four. He was playing the four. I remember watching him in Detroit when he played there? He's playing the four. Beef Stew was playing the five. Okay. And the reason I say that is because when you're playing against fives, Joel MBs, he's pushing a, a lot more at the fives. That he is at the four. So it's like a physicality. It's, 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 it's just simple. It's just simple math, right? You running from baseline to baseline as a five. As a four, you're running basically everybody's a stretch four now. Top of the key and you're So it could be a conditioning thing. Mm-hmm. It could be, you know, who knows? It could be, you know... The, the, the physicality and the pushing he's burning. I don't know, four or 500 extra calories by pushing. Maybe that who knows what it is, but what I am saying is whatever it is, get to the place where 
he could eventually extend as far away from the basket as he can by shooting no less than 80%. Would you like, like-, like as, a, as a player, as a player, when I played, I only practiced and counted makes. Yeah. I only counted. Yeah. No, no, sorry. I Excuse me. When I was playing, I would only count all nets as a make. Wow. Okay. It's just me in the gym. Two basketballs can fit in the rim. Think about this. Mm-hmm. Two basketballs <laughs> can fit in the rim. It's At huge. the very least, no one else is in the gym but me. I can't, like, swish it. It's just me in the gym. Like, mm-hmm. not make it. Swish it. I, I, I got to focus. Mm-hmm. That, that, that's how I practice. So, okay, for me right now, I can go to the gym right now. Right now. I, I don't play. That I can make 9 out of 10 right now. I, I can do the same. And I never played in the NBA. Yes. It's a free throw. Okay. And no one's there. It, 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 no one's there. Nine out of 10, nine out of 10 threes. It doesn't matter. That's easy. But can you make nine out of 10 all net? I'll go try it tomorrow. I'll let you know. All net. I'll let you know, BJ. Okay. I will. So, so if you take 10 a spot, I try to shoot a minimum of 70% from every spot on the floor. All net. And, I, and, and consistently, I can make 10 in a row, but can you make 7 out of 10 on it? That's the most impressive thing about watching Steph Curry shoot. Because when I watch him shoot, everyone else is saying he makes it. Do you watch how he makes it, though? It's clean. Effortless. He, he, he's making all net. Mm-hmm. He's like all net. Now, that to me is way more impressive because he's doing this in a game with defensive pressure and he's getting double teamed. Now, that to me is a whole different level of shooting. He doesn't just make it. He shoots it at a he's shooting at a clip that I've never seen before. Just while we're on free throws, would you like to see a return of the granny style free throw for players like Mason Plumlee who clearly struggle at the free throw line? Whatever it is, whatever, whatever it is. When I think of shooting, I'm just not really impressed because I'm going, two balls can fit in the basket at the same time. Mm-hmm. I can't make that. Mm-hmm. It's just simple to me, like, okay, but again, it's just me. I, I, two balls can fit in there. You mean to tell me I can't get the right trajectory to drop? <laughs> I have a ball that can in two... If two of them can fit in there. I can't figure that out. <laughs> like, BJ, not everyone shot 40% from three in the NBA. In, in their I know, I, you know I, what I'm saying? I, I, again, I'm trying to break it down to its true essence. No, I'm, no I'm, I'm, essence. I know. I, I know. For me, yeah, yeah, like, like okay, it's, it's, I, I get it. I get it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm looking at it going, okay, two of those balls can fit in there. Like, when I think about it, I go, God, 40%, that's the best I can do. Yeah, it's, like it's when physics, I think it's about free it. throws. It's, if there's yeah, no one around well, and it's free throw shot, yeah, normal. When you're in a free throw, you without questioning, you're 80, 85, 90%. Yeah, that that's but the, and and if you imitate the trajectory of the ball, right? You gotta put some arc on it because you, you're trying to drop it in the basket. Mm-hmm. You're trying to drop it in the basket. 
All right. You're not shooting it at the basket. You're trying to drop it in the basket. Why? Mm -hmm. Because you have a better, a higher percentage. If you shoot it with a certain level of arc. This is, this is one thing, you know, Kawhi Leonard's famous game winner against the Philadelphia 76ers in the playoffs when he was on the Raptors. And it bounced around four times on a rim. One of the reasons why it could bounce around and drop in like that was because the arc on that shot was ridiculously high. And he was going to the corner fading way over Embiid. When, when, when you, when you watch, I just go back to Steph because it, to me, it, he is just taking this thing to the next level. You know how he, you ever watch him warm up? I don't know if you ever watched him. Yeah, of course. Well, you watch Because we were there. Yeah. He shoots incredibly high. You know, everyone thinks he's just messing around. You know, he'll come out and he'll shoot, right? Well, he does that to the like a hundredth degree. Like anyone that I've seen shoot, they, that's how you practice. Like when I practice, that's how I would practice. To I get just as much shoot as many. As you want to be able to shoot with as much arc as you can because you you real at some point when you shoot enough when you make enough shots not shoot when you make enough shots you begin to realize how easy it is for the ball to go in the basket when you put more arc on it yeah and then it becomes like a muscle memory thing for him so that's how you know people aren't really practice making shots because when you watch them and they're just shooting flat you go oh this this they're just shooting. They're not making. Mm-hmm. He's making, he goes to the gym to make shots. If you want to make shots, you're going to do, you, it, it, it's just simple physics, right? Yes. I want to take, I'm going to do the, I'm going to make, I'm going to make this as easy as I possibly can. So if you were in the gym shooting a million shots, eventually you're going to want to make your workload yeah, yeah. as easy as possible. Well, it's easier to shoot it higher than to shoot right at it. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. that's how you Common know sense. people. So that's what I'm saying. Like all of this, like people are saying, oh, I'm in the gym grinding. Okay. All right. Okay. I mean, I'm, I, who am I? I'm just, I, I'm just you and I just broadcasting the game. I just sit there and watch. I don't say anything anymore because I know when I see someone, just like when you're shooting free throws. Okay. Like, all right. If that's, is that the best way to do it is to go right at it? Okay. <laughs> okay. The if you're shooting a million shots, no if you're shooting horrible. a million shots, eventually it is only a matter of time before you will figure that out. Two balls can fit in the basket at the same time. Why are you shooting directly at the basket then? Mm-hmm. Now, at what point do, are you going to figure that out? At what point? And then you'll see, you will naturally gain the arc necessary to put that ball in the, in the basket as you began to. When you start practicing at that level, you make 50 in a row. You make 70 in a row. You make 80 in a row. You make 100 free throws in a row. You will realize how you're doing it. There's a reason he shoots with that much arc. There's a reason. Dirk shot with that much arc. There's a reason Ray Allen, Joe Dumars, Reggie Miller, Mark Price, Chris Mullen. There's a reason they all look the same. <laughs> okay. Shoot with a lot of arc. Sasha Vujicic. He would shoot crazy high yes. shots. 
I don't know if that's Drazen randomly Pe- popped Dra- in my head. The late Drazen Petrovic, <laughs> yeah. Stoyakovic. There is a reason. Kevin Durant. There is a reason they all look the same. Clay Thompson. There's a reason. Now. All right. Mo, I, I, I mean, it, it, it's this isn't like. I just think when I watch people, when I watch coaches, coach players on how to shoot. No, I'm not going to. No, it's not about shooting. What shot can you make? What shot mm-hmm. can you make? I just want to give people some context. BJ Armstrong shot 86% from the free throw line in his career and 43% from the three-point line in the 1990s. Pretty wild. There was a little stretch when um, he put up some crazy numbers from behind the three-point arc. There's a little uh, season in there where he was a little 45% for the entire season. You know what I mean? So um, he knows what he's talking yeah, about. I, I, and I'm not saying... Listen, I'm not saying... I was a great shooter or anything. It just made sense when I started making shots, the best way to make it. Like I played with some incredible shooters. Like I played with Trent Tucker, phenomenal shooter, Craig Hodges. I played with Steve Kerr. I played with, with, with John Paxson, Glenn Rice. I played with Dale Curry. I remember mm-hmm. when Stephanie's guys used to come to the gym. You, you, you catching on to how they all shoot. If you, you know, when I, I remember watching Larry Bird practice shooting. I was like, oh, wow. I see why he can shoot. Like, when you watch these guys shoot, you go, wow. They all shoot with the same arc. Some higher. I mean, Dirk Nowinski, like. Crazy. He exaggerated his so much where it just carried over into the game. But, but, but that's how you shoot. Then the only thing I would do if I were coaching shooting is help people to just raise their elbow so that as you become a better shooter, you, you have to change your shot. The reason being is because at first when I was, when I first got in the league, I was open all the time because no one knew I could shoot. Mm-hmm. As defenses start saying, stay home with him, I had to change my shot because I had to keep raising my elbow because defenses started contesting. Yeah, because more at a young, young age, people are taught to shoot with an L shape on the arm, 90 degree angles. So your elbow is in front of you. And you're saying, right. just, just for the people listening on audio, and you're saying you have to move your elbow up so it's almost up. eye level, would you say? Because you see Cobb shoot a lot with the, with the elbow. You, you, you got to raise level. it as high. It, it, listen, that, that's... Uh, so there's, th- there's only three types of shooters. Well, I, I just make it real simple. Like, mm-hmm. I, that's, why I, that's why I just watch. I don't say anything is because there's only three types of shooters. There's only three types of shooters. And you got to figure out which one you, 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 you fit into. There are players who make open shots. That's what I was, Mo. If I was open, I felt every shot I shot 100% of the time. In your whole I was career. open. My my whole life, yeah. If I'm open, if I'm open right now, I'm I'm shocked if I miss that shot. Mm-hmm. Like I go to the gym right now. If I go to shoot it, if I don't make it, I'm like, man, what's up? Mm-hmm. And I always had a theme. Oh, well, I got to check the, the. 
I got to check the, the the janitor or something. They must didn't have the rim at 10 feet because I know mm-hmm. that's how yeah. confident I yeah. am. And I was at shooting. If I shot an open shot and I didn't make it, I got it. There has to be something going on. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there are players who make open shots. That's a talent. There are players who create shots. I didn't say they make them. They can create a shot. The late Kobe Bryant was a phenomenal shot creator. Kevin Durant is a creator. Kyrie Irving, creator. Michael Jordan, creator. Those guys create shots. And then the third type of shooter is guys who can't shoot. There's a reason you're open. (laughs) (laughs) There's only three types of shooters. Yeah. Yeah. Now, which one are you? I mean, I just make very rarely do you shoot, do you see shot creators? So why are we playing all this, all this isolation basketball? There's only so many of those guys, maybe four or five in any generation. So my question is. Why are we playing so much isolation basketball? I think that there's more than four or five people that can create their own shot. Okay. Do you not think? Right now in today's game, who do you class as a shot creator? No, no, no. A shot creator can... A shot creator playing on a team. I'm not saying a guy who's playing two-on-two... No, right now in the NBA, who do NBA, you consider NBA. as a as a, a shot, shot creator. creator? Is a guy who can catch the ball and create a shot in three yeah. dribbles. Yeah, yeah. So who who do you consider right now in the NBA? Because you said there's only four or five of them at any one time. And, and, and so who? Time. Give me the names. Kevin Durant. You said Kevin Durant is one. Kawhi Kyrie Leonard is two. Kyrie. Kawhi Leonard is three. Steph. With three dribbles. Three dribbles. You get three dribbles, Max. So you don't think Steph could get off a shot with three dribbles? I don't. Steph Curry. No, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. That's not his game. Steph Curry. Steph Curry is a. He is as unique of a talent. Why? It's because he does a little bit of of, of all of it. But Kyrie takes game more than three dribbles when he gets his shots off. Yeah, but, but, but Kyrie can create space. He plays off of through dribbles. Kyrie, Kyrie, when you say these players, some players have earned the right to play beyond three dribbles and something good will happen. Now, Kyrie is one of those players that can play beyond the three dribbles. And so is Steph Curry. And something, no, no. That's not Steph Curry's game. Okay, but when he has the ball in his hands, Steph Curry, he can Steph get his Curry, own shots off. If, if, I, if, if Steph, Steph Curry's game is not predicated like Kyrie, Kyrie is not a catch-and-shoot guy. He's learned how to catch-and-shoot. Okay, but I'm saying Steph, Steph isn't just a catch-and-shoot guy. He gets his own shots okay, off the I'll dribble. Say, I'll, say, I'll say it again. I'll say it again. Steph Curry is an anomaly that he does a little bit of everything. He can do it, but that's not what his game is. His game is not just coming down, playing off the dribble. He can do it. Just like, just like Kyrie's game is not catch and shoot. He can do it, though. 
Okay, so I'm, I'm asking for the list of players who can create their own shot. I, I, so you're I, saying who, Steph who Curry consistent. doesn't qualify for that list? Because that's not his game. But he can't do his it. Game. So why does he not qualify for the list? But, but because that's not his game. You don't get, you know what's interesting about Steph Curry? You don't give him the ball in isolation and let him work. He's always moving around, moving and doing things. You don't just, Steve Kerr doesn't just come down and say, give the ball to, I'm going to give it to Kawhi, work. I'm going to give it to Kyrie, work. I'm going to give it to work. You don't just do that with Steph Curry. Can he do it? Absolutely. So he's on the you list. You don't see us. No, 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 no. There's a lot of play, there's a lot of players that can do it. You said there's, there's only four or five that, that can consistently do it. So you're 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 putting everybody in the category. No, that can consistently do it, and that's their game. Yeah, because that's Steph has the luxury of being on the Warriors. If he went on to a team no, 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 that no, was no, full it, of, of, of not Warriors players, he could go in and get 20 plus a night, creating no shots for himself. Or do you not think that's, so? That's it. That's not his game. You don't think he could do that? That's not his game. You don't think he could do what Trae Young does? Steph, I don't think he... Okay. With three dribbles consistently playing that way, the Trey Young can't do it. So I don't understand how Kyrie's on this list, okay. but he takes more than three dribbles, but Steph isn't on this list. And, and Trey Young takes more than three dribbles, so he's not considered a shot creator, even though he... Easily in scoring, creating his okay. own shots. When you're watching the game, Mo, when you're watching the game, okay, I'm going to give you the lens. Everybody's seeing the game from their lens. Okay, we can take a literal sense and say, let's count the dribbles this guy gets. We can do that. Or we're watching the game and say, what is his true talent? What's his true talent? Everybody has a talent. What's his true talent? What's his true essence of who you are, regardless whether you make it, you miss it, you win, you lose? What's his true talent? Meaning, how do we define talent? What can you consistently do over and over again, no matter what? Okay. Let's just take the... Okay. So, DeMar DeRozan. Let's get back to your list. DeMar DeRozan, he's on the list. No. He can't no, he create his own shot. He's not a three-dribble guy. No, no, he he doesn't. He does. That's not his game. So, see, when you you you're you're looking at just somebody who can create, can yes. you do it in the context of a team and win? See, you you got to do this within the context of a team. You can't just like there are a lot of players who can play one on one basketball. Demar Derozan being one of them. Mm -hmm. Demar Derozan is a terrific, terrific okay. isolation basketball player. Okay, so let me ask you this. But, carry on. No, no, carry on. Sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. So, so when you say do it in a team context to win, why is Kyrie having on you? You got to do it at three because because Kyrie can do that. Kyrie when? can play with it. And win. Kyrie when? can play. Play. Kyrie can. When he LeBron's did it with Cleveland, with with LeBron carrying. Okay. Everywhere he's gone after that, he's not won ever. It's just bounced out of the playoffs. Bounced out of the playoffs. Not playing. Bounced out of the playoffs. Okay, I'll say it again. Kyrie can listen to what I'm saying, Mo. Kyrie can do it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Kyrie I mean, okay. can what do about, it. What about now, Devin Booker? No. Is he he's not on your list? Is Chris Paul on dribbles? No. You got to be able to do it in three dribbles. So just KD, Kawhi, and 
I'll say it again. In any generation, there's only three to five that can that's capable of doing this. What about Luka Doncic? Luka should be able to do it. He's not as efficient yet, mm-hmm. but he should be able. He should be on the list, but he doesn't because he dribbles eight, nine, ten times. Like Kyrie, he should. Okay, I'll say it again. <laughs> Until you see someone do it. If Luca does it one time, then he, he would be on my list. Okay. I see him do it one time. What, what does that mean? At one point, Michael Jordan, early in his career, who was the best at it, mm-hmm. he would dribble eight, five to eight times. Yeah. He earned the right to dribble five to eight times. Why? Because when you start dribbling beyond three dribbles, nine times out of 10, something bad is going to happen unless you're a great player. So Luca is also Steph in that Curry. right. When Luca finally starts dribbling less than, I'm gonna just say five dribbles, they probably will win a championship. Why? Because he will be so efficient as a player that now the other four players will know what to do when he's out there playing. When you start dribbling beyond, really, it's three dribbles, but I'll just say five because it's a new era. When you dribble beyond three dribbles, I don't know what Mo's going to do in dribble four, dribble five. Mo has the ball on the wing. One dribble, okay, he's going to the basket. Two dribbles, he's going to the basket and he went another direction. Three dribbles, a hesitation dribble. Four, five, I'm like, oh, shh, I don't know what this guy's going to do. If I'm on your team, you got to think of the other four guys that he's playing with. After four or five dribbles, I have no idea what you're going to do. Mm-hmm. Who can play on a team, play and win at the highest level, and do this consistently with three dribbles? Kevin Durant, he can do that. I've seen him do it. Kawhi, I've seen him do it. Kyrie, I've seen him do it. Is he doing it consistently? No. But he can do it. I've seen him do it. Once I see you do it, I go, okay. If you watch Jordan, you know what's so impressive about this guy averaging 30 points a game? He's doing it in one, two dribbles. Mm -hmm. The late Kobe Bryant, who was incredible. He, if he were here, he would tell you what took him three to four or five dribbles to do. Jordan was doing it one and two. Jordan's one dribble at the rim, two dribble pull. He, He didn't need three dribbles. He didn't need a hesitation dribble. Boom, he was there. That's the difference. That's why you could play with him in a system and he could play. How many players can actually do that? Now, are there players who who can create space, seven, eight dribbles? Yeah, there's a lot of players who can do that. But how many can do that? Trey Young. Trey Young Young can come down and hesitation and he can do all that. But can he do it? And the other four guys say, okay, I know what this guy's doing. Ask, ask the players who play with those guys. Those guys are hard to play with because you don't mm-hmm. know what they're going to do. Okay. When Luka Doncic cuts his dribbles down to like three dribbles, this league will watch. They better watch out. That's why Giannis is so efficient and effective as a player is because he has learned – how to catch the ball below the free throw line. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a huge thing for a great player to learn how to do. 
Now you say, well, what does that matter, BJ? It doesn't matter. It, yeah, it does matter. Why? Because that's called catching the ball in an operating area. It's a whole lot different when you're catching the ball like a James Harden who just catches it and then he's got to go into his bag before he figures it out. When you're catching it and you're already what's called a penetrating pass, the rest of the team can get the proper spacing on the floor to operate. Mm-hmm. There aren't a many players who can do that in any given generation. That's not a knock on anybody's game. That's why Kareem was Kareem. That's why Bird was Bird. Magic and those guys. How many players? That's why Tim Duncan was that player. There aren't a lot of players who can do that, Mo. This isn't like a free-for-all and you score 30 points. How are you scoring your 30 points? How efficient are you scoring your 30 points? Are you scoring 30 points just getting yours or are you scoring 30 points because you're creating space, the proper space for the rest of the team to operate? These are questions. And, and as you begin to see how sophisticated these defenses are and what they're doing, are you scoring points because the team is like, okay, we're going to let Mo get his and, and, and take away the passing lane so he can't allow his role players to get going? Or are we just going to force Mo to dribble, 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 knowing very well that that's not going to beat us, like the mm-hmm. Warriors did to James Harden with the Houston Rockets. James Harden got his stats, mm-hmm. but you understand. You you understand. I'm not. I'm not knocking no one's game, but that's very, very difficult to do, and it takes an exceptional, exceptional player and talent to be able to play from those areas. For instance. One of the small, small players who was able to do this, his name was Isaiah Thomas for the Detroit Pistons. Mm-hmm. We hadn't seen a small player be that efficient and learn how to play with less than three dribbles. We okay. saw a guy score 20-some points running off the baseline in the NBA Finals. We hadn't seen that before, Mo. Mm-hmm. Not even playing isolation basketball. Catching the ball, running off screens, bam, creating space for himself or his team and scoring in less than three dribbles. Mo, do you know how difficult that is for someone six feet, six one to do yes, in the I NBA do. finals? <laughs> yes, okay. <I> do. <laughs> okay. We saw Kyrie do it. I'm not saying he consistently does it, but I know he's capable of doing that. And I know he knows the difference between that way of playing and the way he played last year and where he's playing currently now. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's fun to watch. Don't get me wrong. Okay. A client of mine, Derek Rose, I would always encourage him. Can you get to the basket in less than three dribbles? Mm-hmm. That's the sign of greatness. I don't need a hesitation dribble. I don't need, I don't need four or five dribbles with a, with a with a with an in and out and all. no I'm gonna go right by you get to my spot <laughs> and force either the double team to come or I'm gonna elevate right over the top of you. That's a whole different game than all of the shot fakes, jab fakes, <laughs> behind the back dribble and all between the leg. No, Mo, I'm gonna go right by you. I'm not even concerned about my primary defensive player. How quickly can I close the gap to get to the help? I hear it. I hear it. It's a different game. There's only so many of those guys. 
I like to score back to the basket anyway. So I don't have a hesitation move either way. I'm going to just post you up. Yeah, that's that that now that is that's a level of scoring that now that's what makes Steph Curry. I mean, I don't even know how to categorize him because he doesn't utilize he he can dribble, obviously. But do you know how efficient he is? I mean, Mo, he catches and shoot. How many times does he come off a down screen? One dribble, step back. Shot fake, sidestep. One dribble, two dribbles. Come off a screen roll, bam, bam, bam. I mean, Mo, that is a very unique skill set that has to be respected. Why? Because the other four players can always play with him. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need a steady diet of just isolation player, isolation basketball. That to me is what makes him a phenomenal player. He had he's an anomaly as a player, but you, you know, and frankly, we've probably never seen a player like him. Unlike Allen Iverson. Okay. Is Unlike he on your AI. list? He's one of the names I was gonna ask you about. AI, uh, listen. AI is on the list, and I'm gonna tell you why he's on the list. You know, one of the unique things that Coach Larry Brown, who's to me one of the great minds of coaching this league, he took AI off the ball. Mm -hmm. And when he took him off the ball, it forced him to play with everybody else. Because he was one of those players that could score 25 or 30 and play beyond three dribbles and something good could happen. When you took him off the ball, it forced him to be that much more efficient. And then you could put him in isolation. So, yes, he's on the list. And the reason he's on the list is because he didn't really need three or four or five dribbles. He really only needed one dribble because he was so fast. He didn't need a hesitation dribble to get by you. <laughs> he was, he was yeah. that explosive as a player. <laughs> now, could he play with you? to set up the help defense because he get fake like he's going left, you're running left, he crosses over back to the right, spin, and he had to do what he had to do because he was a undersized player playing the two position. Can't forget that. Mm -hmm. But if AI played his natural position, which is the lead guard position, there wasn't a lead guard in the league then or now that could stay in front of him. And when he went to explode over the top, he would jump in over any defensive lead guard. But he was playing against 6'5", 6'6", 6'7", even taller players. So AI, yes, is on that list. Mm-hmm. I hear it. Well, you guys have heard it from the man himself, Mr. BJ Armstrong. I don't know how we got on that subject, but... Well, it, 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 me talking about Mason Plumley was supposed to be like two minutes, make a quick joke about him switching hands and being trash at shooting, and then we're going to continue the episode. So what we're going to have to do is talk about the other topics in another one, because this is almost an hour long now, talking about shooting. But oh, gosh. I feel like that was very insightful. I really enjoyed listening to that, learned from that, etc., etc., etc. We appreciate the gems. I know people are going to be mad because they love watching... Well, you love watching Kyrie Irving dribble a million times because he's earned the right, apparently. But uh, people who love watching James Harden and these guys are going to be mad. But uh, what can we say? All I can say is subscribe to the show. Leave a review. Leave five stars. If you're going to leave less than five stars, then don't do it. Be nice. 
And we'll be back tomorrow with another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast as we're going to continue to break down the teams, their off-season moves. We're getting to the lower half of the league now. So some of the rebuilding teams, some of the teams that are trying to get to the playoffs, we'll see what's good. We're going to be here all week. We hope you will too. Thank you for listening. Make sure you subscribe, tell a friend and all that good stuff. And until next time, get buckets.